Hi, and welcome to Claiming Zero, the podcast about living child-free with Dallas. Now, I'm curious, like preparing for the holidays as a child-free couple, do you have nieces, nephews? Do you have friends with kids? Do you do things that still involve kids when you're having those holiday festivities? And Vanessa. So curious, like your conversation about being child-free. So is this something you guys decided individually and then you've obviously found each other? When did you have that conversation? Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Claiming Zero. My name is Dallas, and as always, we have the lovely Vanessa with us. Hey, Vanessa. Hello, hello. (laughs) And we are looking forward to this week's episode because we have managed to wrangle another child-free couple. And we always really enjoy talking to them because they have such unique perspectives, especially with making that choice together and all that comes with it. So I think it it gives hope. It gives hope to Mm. those that are in the single season who might want marriage in their future. Like that there are, it is possible. I love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Excited to talk with Aaron and Ross. So let's get it. Let's get into it. Thank you so much, Aaron and Ross, for joining us again, all the way from the UK, which is exciting to me. I hope it's exciting <laughs> to some listeners. Um, how long have y'all lived out there? Um, our, our whole lives. Yep. Um, so Ross is originally from Scotland, but he oh, lives cool. in London with me now. But yep. I've lived in London forever. Very cool. Well, uh, we're excited to have you guys on the on the podcast. I've only ever talked to one other couple. So having a couple's perspective is like really cool. Um, And we usually just start with like, you know, tell us about yourselves. So if you want to do that individually or collectively, just let us let our listeners know all about you. So I, uh, I run the child free lounge. That's my job, which is my online membership. Um, I was previously a content marketing uh, like coach prior to that, also working for myself. And then I did four years prior to that, actually in-house for a company here in London. Um, after I got made redundant, I decided I wanted to run my own business. So that's what I've been doing since 2017. Um, yeah. I don't know. What can I say about me? I am an avid Star Wars fan, Harry Potter fan. Yeah. I'm currently wearing my favorite Christmas jumper, which is like a Santa <laughs> outfit. I love uh, it. <laughs> yeah. um, I embrace the festive season way before you probably should. Uh, probably about the same time it starts appearing in the shops. That's when I'm the right Christmas music can go on. Um, <laughs> and uh, I work in the I work in the West End, uh, which like London's version of Broadway. So I work in the box office at Mary Poppins there, and yeah, that's what I do. Now I'm curious, like preparing for the holidays as a child-free couple, I feel like, and we wouldn't know because none of us are parents, but I feel like it would be a very different sort of atmosphere, I guess you could say. I mean, you do you have nieces, nephews? Do you have friends with kids? Do you do things that still involve kids when you're having those holiday festivities? And um, Well, I, I'm an only child, so I don't have any like blood-related nieces and nephews, I suppose, but yeah. Five, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I I recently at the start of December went home for a week and we celebrated Rossmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I love uh, it. That's awesome. 
Yeah, uh, it was my and it was my uh, nephew's uh, and godson's sixth birthday today. So he saw Santa again today for like the fifth time. But we did that. We went and took him and saw Santa and stuff. And that, that's kind of quite fun. So you do get, I mean, I think the thing is, we are the kids at Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah We've that's... said that a few times. That it's, you know, we sort of feel like we can still have fun, but it means that we get to, like, we'll still do a lot of the things that, parents would take kids to so like we was like mm-hmm. we still go to fireworks for bonfire night and you know all of that kind of stuff so yeah. and it's still fun even yeah. without having our own children to go with us yeah i imagine it's a little less stressful because if you want to stay all night long you can and you don't have to worry about someone being tired or cranky unless ross gets a little irritable but it sounds like <laughs> he would never say no to a christmas activity so <laughs> I do get cranky if I'm tired though. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes and she knows me already. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are so fun. Okay, so one of the more interesting things about you guys right now in the season is that you are engaged, correct? Yep. And when we yep. first connected, we were talking, so we did an episode way back about talking about um, not just specifically like weddings, but just events that we as child free yeah. people sometimes are like, hey, we'd prefer to have it child free. So yeah. talk to the listeners a little bit about um, your wedding process because it's a little unique. You're going to have some kids there, but yeah. it's primarily child free. Is that right? Yeah. So Ross's nieces and nephews that we were just talking about are coming. Um, and we made the decision when we were planning that that was pretty much going to be it. So like, like he, obviously it's his brother's children and he has a very close relationship with them. As I say, I'm an only child, so I don't have that element on my side of the family, although obviously cousins and, and friends have children. Um, so we made the decision that we would involve his children, like his family, surprise um but yeah that's it really. yeah now yeah. has that been a difficult conversation to have with with friends and loved ones or is it just been hey put it on the invite set it and forget it uh i like that set it and forget it that's yeah. the um no I, yes and no i think it, it's it's harder for you for you to maybe have that conversation. Like Erin like, like says, like, oh, well, what your friends do you even have? No. They, they, She's very good at surrounding herself with child-free people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been more by luck than judgment, to be yeah. honest. Um, but like a few of us are now at the point where we're getting married and that kind of thing. So I think down the line, that's going to come. But yeah. we've sort of been lucky in that, even though we've had to postpone for two years from when we should have originally got married, um, we still don't really have that many yeah. around with children and stuff so and i had i had a friend who had who has two boys and they are they're about 11 and 8 something like that um and so when i i i had a was quite sort of built up to say to him to go listen you know i don't i don't mean this in a bad way it's not i don't like your kids or anything but we're trying to have it that i like i'm going to invite you but i don't want to invite you and then you find out I would say no so sort of pre-invite invite kind of thing and he said oh no that'd be great like they can go and stay with my mum and dad and we'll have a weekend away fantastic <laughs> like, this is brilliant um and so think, yeah it, it depends on the approach and obviously yeah. they're old enough that it's staying with their mum and dad 11 and 8 not too difficult when it's babies and you know infants then that's 
harder but yeah yeah and I think as well I you know even when we went to visit a few venues when we were like before we'd chosen one quite it was interesting how many of them said to us it's your wedding do Mm -hmm. what you want to do but we would strongly advise you not inviting children and their argument being like there are and they didn't know at that time that we didn't want to have kids it was nothing to do with that but their argument being that having children there changes the whole day for everybody including the parents because you're constantly having to know where they are what are they doing and then even if it's not like I've been in situations at family functions where obviously it's not my child but if you see a child about to do something that's going to injure them or something you can't not step in that would be crazy Mm -hmm. so I think having it as an adult only thing make makes it a little bit more relaxed for everybody yeah yeah, no, that makes and I I'm remembering Dallas like when we did this episode, we were reading through Reddit like comments, and someone had mentioned that at, I don't know if it was her wedding or a friend's wedding, but there was a child who like pulled something down or threw something, and they had to pay to fix the whole thing. So it's definitely like you're exactly what you're saying. It's a stressor all the way around for everyone involved because if there's yeah. damage to the wedding, that falls on on y'all onto the onto the venue. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so curious, like your conversation about being child-free. So is this something you guys decided individually and then you've obviously found each other or yes. when did you have that conversation? We both knew separately before we met each other that yeah. that was not something we wanted to do. But we, it's funny, we've, we've spoken about it since we've had that conversation and said, actually, in hindsight, we probably should have had it much much sooner than we did because I think we'd probably been together about six months before we spoke about it and really we've both said that in hindsight although it might have seemed a bit intense it was almost worth having it as a first date conversation because Mm. it would have been a deal breaker so there would have been no point in continuing if either of us had said to the other yeah I really want to have children it happened to work out that after six months either way you still felt the same you each felt the same way (laughs) It's yeah, we yeah, we had a nice conversation about it um, where Erin yeah. was really, really terrified. At that point I'd seen him with his nieces and nephews and mm. I'd seen how well he got on with them and how great you know he was with them and everything. And I thought there is no way this guy is gonna tell me he doesn't want to have kids. Like I was so sure. Wow. And and it was Ross who mentioned it, it was like it was Ross who brought up the conversation and asked me, like, so like how do you feel about having kids? And in that moment when he asked me I just like instantly got a lump in my throat and thought I was going to burst into tears because I thought this is it this relationship's mm-hmm. over because he's definitely going to want them so I was actually I was pleasantly surprised I feel like that would seal the deal right there <laughs> yeah it was um it was it was really interesting in terms of in terms of stuff like that because like Erin said she she that was the level for her the level for me I wasn't as nervous about that like if you'd said that, I'd be like, well, I don't. But I think that again, I don't know if there's anything in this of just like the level of what that's expected of women and men um, yeah. in terms of feeling like that. I've gone, well, I'm not really there. So it wasn't, if I say no, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Even yeah. though I, because I didn't think, well, that's the end of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> thought, well, we'll have a conversation about this and we'll weigh up the pros and cons. But, you know, the, the level of expectation of, on you as a mm. woman and stuff of just mm-hmm. and always put on women is so <laughs> high oh yeah than I will ever have so so that that weight or pressure or anxiety that you felt I nope 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. Like, like you found a good one, Aaron, because he get he gets it and he's that's naming awesome. it. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Different. It's not the it's not the same level at all. Like, and to even uh, to even say it is on. I mean, come on, I don't have it easy all the time, right? But that's that's not even close. So that that kind of level. I'm actually I was actually in a relationship before, so I was more I was more nervous about her really wanting to get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do either of your families have any kind of pushy opinions? Were they ever, you know, when you, when you talk about never having kids, how how is their reaction? Positive, negative? It's fine. I mean, I've, so I've got two older brothers. So I'm, as I've said, I've got like, I've got Mm -hmm. a range of nieces and nephews from 18 years old down to like, I think the youngest is two, two and a half. There's no pressure on me to have children, if that makes sense. So like, do you know what I mean? Like, what's like, my mom and dad have been so understanding throughout my entire life with a lot of a lot of awkward choices I have made <laughs> uh, and have been very supportive of it. So I would like to think that if they, my brothers didn't have kids, they wouldn't feel that. But I can understand that maybe they would have wanted someone to have had them because, you know, the, the, the classic thing of as a parent, you have to discipline them. As a grandparent, you get to spoil them. Yep. So right. it can be, you know, I think there's that kind of affection and stuff that they would want to show. But they've been very supportive and and are very happy. They're, they're happy that I get a good one. They could not be happier that I'm with her. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's more important yeah. than whether we have children or not. They've been very supportive throughout that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and my, my parents as well, I said, I think a few people have asked me like recently, obviously, since I've been talking about this more openly, oh, what age did you know? And I can't give a specific age where I clearly remember thinking that, but I think I've kind of always known, but I feel like I first started voicing it probably at around 10 or 11. Oh, and okay. I remember like, like my, neither my mum nor my dad ever said you know the classic lines of when you're older when you meet the right man mm-hmm. oh you'll change mm-hmm. your mind but neither of them ever said that to me and oh wow obviously I've never changed my mind and if either of them has felt disappointed they've never said anything to me which I very much appreciate yeah and oh yeah I've only ever had like two relatives say anything that was not appreciated <laughs> <laughs> shall we say um but yeah and yeah I've been quite lucky I think that's the only two instances really where anything's been said and 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 I don't so whereas obviously Ross has got his two brothers so his parents still have grandchildren that's not an option for for me because there's only me but yeah Mm -hmm. my parents have been fine with that we talk about a lot of stuff like that obviously Erin talks a lot about it more but we talk a lot about stuff like this quite a lot it's a long it's a lot of conversations that can be had in it um mm-hmm. also because we don't have children around so you don't get interrupted that's probably why <laughs> yes um, that's so true <laughs> but you know like any like there's something for me like like you'd mentioned about i love my nieces and nephews and i love having that time with them and stuff but i think i get all that like in terms of the grandparent vibe thing is mm-hmm. like i get that kind of nourishment and and, and love and did it without I mean, don't get me wrong, I still put hard graft in. I'm still there for them, but it's not the same level, is it? It's not the same yeah. level of, no. of attention. That no, required, it's not so. the same level mm-hmm. of either. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely a difference in commitment. <laughs> no, and you're, and I think like, like the only child 
angle is is always very interesting because you know like you like you said Ross like there's that feeling I think our parents get because obviously they wanted children that's why they had us and then you know they want that baby again and so I'm in a big family where I don't have that much pressure but my partner is an only child and so like for him it's like all eyes on him like are you gonna do it are you gonna do it so that's that's a very interesting like that's awesome that you never felt that Aaron from your parents um growing up either that's fantastic I wanted to talk a little bit about your um social media page so yes like let's talk about child free lounge so it's kind of something I thought about maybe even up to like 10 years ago um, where I thought because I think because I was becoming more sure in myself that I didn't want to have children and it's very easy to cross paths with people who do want children or actually have children but probably less common I think like a lot of the people I had met up to that point who didn't have children it was a result of circumstance rather than choice um so although they could I suppose live in a lifestyle similar to mine in terms of freedom and stuff it was coming from a different place mm-hmm. um, and I thought oh, it'd be really cool if there was somewhere I could go and meet other people like me but I didn't have the guts to go for it basically although I was starting to feel more confident in myself social media it can be amazing obviously that's how I've met you and so many other great people but it can also be pretty terrifying and um, and I just didn't feel like I could handle what might come off of of the back of doing it. But then during the whole COVID scenario, I noticed that in quite a few groups that I was part of for my content business, um, people talking and saying, understandably talking about homeschooling and how crazy that must have been. Mm -hmm. Um, But then other people saying like, oh, I don't have kids. And I don't really, I don't feel like I fit in as part of this group anymore because I can't comment on these things. And I started to see more and more that that was like a theme that kept coming up and people saying they didn't, you know, they wanted to meet other people who were like them. So yeah, I got to a point where I was like, I'm in my mid thirties now, I'm hundred percent sure about this. <laughs> and I, I just had the confidence to go for it. And so far I haven't had any horrible feedback. I've had a couple <laughs> of times, but nothing too terrible, like no incessant trolling or anything yet, yeah. thankfully. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing since May of this year. Wow. Um, it's an online membership and it's just all child-free women. Um, so there's a community element. Um, so it's, it's not on Facebook. It's on a thing called Mighty Networks, but it's the same as having a Facebook group, basically. Um, so there's that. And we have monthly guest speakers that come in. We have a book club. Um, and I'm working on building more and more sort of benefits into it as well. Um, and hopefully current situation allowing um i'm hoping to do some in-person stuff next year as well oh come to vegas you're in yeah. vegas are you I both live- in vegas no i i live in vegas dallas lived here for a little bit but she moved last year i live in south carolina now not as exciting but yes <laughs> i'll meet you all there it's fine <laughs> it's better than north carolina right <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think the one thing hopefully we can all agree on is, you know, even Dallas and I doing the podcast, the child-free community is, I feel like we're all kind of really hungry for just like having our own content and our own stuff, like just being set apart, you know? Um, so that's awesome that you, that you do that. You play an instrument, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is music something that like you do as a hobby or for fun? Like I can't hold a tune. So for me, it's always <laughs> going to be a hobby in the shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 
So I I started playing flute when I was at school um, and I used to be part of choirs and that kind of thing. Um, but I think something I like is just having time in general, not just not just for music, but just time to put into other interests and things. So, which I, and obviously I understand that parents can do those things as well, but I think it's far more, you know, your time is just more restricted and that's, that's fine. You can't, you can't help that. But I think having the time to dedicate to those things is really nice. And I think it gives more of a, an outlet. Like I, I was saying to Ross the other day, I feel like over last year, I kind of lost touch with music a bit. Um, I think because none of us knew what was going on and it was very odd. Mm -hmm. um, but now over this year, I've sort of rediscovered it almost. And I've started to take the time where I will listen, like I will actually sit and listen to albums start mm. to finish not skipping tracks or anything the way they were intended to be yeah. um, and it's been really nice to start doing that again taylor swift has been getting a lot of plays yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Taylor's that, very exciting that's because really ross fit. loves taylor swift right oh, yeah. <laughs> huge yeah. fan huge swifty um, saying what you were saying about the about having the time and stuff we went to uh for erin's birthday we did uh we making a christmas tree out of willow yeah, like willow. yeah willow. Um, oh um, it was really cool but interestingly there was a uh i mean i was the only guy there there was <laughs> there was a woman there who had done hers really really well i don't know if it was her first time making it but she looked hers looked amazing yeah, looked and she'd even brought lights to wrap lights around it and she was <laughs> like i have two kids at home so if i don't finish this today it won't get done and i was oh. like that's that's the thing it's not that she might get it done, but it's that case of like staying up to the wee hours and it's, yeah. or, or trying to grab that time here, trying to grab. So you, parents do get it, but it's that mm. inconsistency that just can, yeah, you have to embrace the chaos, I think. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Do you see those differences, Ross, between you and your, your brothers? Do both your brothers have children? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. quite interesting at the moment because my oldest brother, his kids, are, his youngest is now like going to be 10. And his oldest is 18 and then 16. So they're quite, although they're all still living at home, the house is a lot neater and tidier. Mm -hmm. Whereas my other brother has a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And like I went up for Rossmas, as I said, and uh, we had a sleepover. And like as soon as my godson, like as soon as my nephew fell asleep, I was like, right, I really want to just clean up. <laughs> I feel... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I just, yeah, it's just really hard. Like, yeah. I, I, I get it. So you have to, you have to embrace the chaos. You have to just, like, you know, like constantly, especially at that age, socks just fall off children. Brother's <laughs> constantly pulling a sock from his sleeve, like some kind of weird magician. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it can be. So, yeah, you do get the time for those things, mm. but they're, it's snatched. Everything's just, yeah mm -hmm. so I think it's like you mm -hmm. say it's like you get to embrace that whole album start to finish yeah no yeah. interruptions yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. Spotify much case, <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if you guys had advice for single couple engaged married you know for people out there what what do you think that you you guys would tell them from our experience and the benefit of hindsight I don't think you should be afraid to have that conversation early if it's something that's like really key for you, I think if it's one of those things where you're on the fence and you're undecided, then maybe you can wait. But so like I know for me, if Ross had wanted children, that's it. It would have been over. I just, I was just so sure about that. 
So I think I would probably say, yeah, don't don't be afraid to voice it early. Yeah, if you've got that, if, if you think if it's you've got that strength of an opinion, yeah, about mm-hmm. whether it's marriage, children, mm-hmm. uh, where you want to live, any of those, because obviously that's another thing. Like we, yeah. I when we got together, I lived in Scotland and she lived in England, so oh. there was a five hundred mile difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we used to go on dates to Barcelona, you know. Um, <laughs> a lot more exotic than it than it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh well it was quite exotic we didn't just go for lunch though. no we didn't go for lunch no yeah i love the difference in like where we are in the states like to go to another state is like oh whatever it's yeah. not a big deal but you're like oh we're just gonna go to the next country next door and have a little dinner and then maybe we'll country hop to our way home like just yeah, yeah. so that's exotic <laughs> yeah we're like what all in one like lifetime that's so cool uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah so for, but even that like we had conversations about like well where are we going to live how is this going to mm-hmm. you know you you have to have you can have them early mm-hmm. but i would say yeah you're right if it's a strength of an opinion if it's a strength of something don't 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 wait until like because that's when people feel cheated. That's when people are like, oh, mm. well, we got this far down the line yeah. and this is a thing. Um, I mean, maybe not as soon as you sit down across from each other in the restaurant. <laughs> so, children, you know, <laughs> I, like, you know, you know how to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say, especially if you, because it can be daunting and terrifying. And especially, like, well, as Erin said, like, she yeah. immediately felt, <gasps> and it's yeah. Like, yeah so yeah yeah because at that point Aaron I'm sure like you you obviously had feelings for him and I I love it's kind of sound backwards but I love that you said you saw him with his nephews and nieces and that because he was so I'm assuming loving and caring and good with them that you just naturally assumed he would a not only want children but be a good dad and I think that's a common misconception about child-free people is that we all hate kids. We can't be around them. We think they're yeah. snotty and gross. And you're naming that like, no, because he was so good with kids, I was terrified that yeah. he was going to want them. So that's <laughs> good on you, Ross. But also like, I, I think that's it's huge for child-free people. Like I'm so tired of people thinking I hate kids. Like mm-hmm. I just yeah. love my silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A lot to be said for a quiet house, I think. Yeah. Oh, yes. So nice. Mm-hmm. So nice. Well, thank you both so, so much for talking with us. It's been so lovely. You're hilarious. I love you two together. Yes. Like, <laughs> definitely meant to be for sure. But thank you so much. Dallas, is there anything else you want to add? Um, Aaron, just give a shout out where people can follow you. And if they want to join your community, um, the Child Free Lounge, let them know how to do that. Yeah, so I, I'm mostly active on Instagram, which is at the Child Free Lounge. And there's a link in my bio, which will give you links to how to join and articles I've written and all sorts of things. Perfect. Well, make sure you follow and join there. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe the Claiming Zero podcast. And we thank you guys for joining us and we'll talk to you all next week. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Our pleasure. Bye-bye.